0: Greetings greenhouse people and welcome to another installment of Tech on Demand, where our goal is always to bring you tips, tricks, and information to produce your best crops ever. I'm your host, Bill Calkins, and I'm thrilled to be joined by Dr. Will Healy, who's the Senior Technical Manager for Ball Horticultural Company. We're here to talk about at-risk crops and the inherent challenges with specific crops grown in thousands of North American greenhouses. These are the usual suspects, plants that come under pressure from specific pests or diseases. And Dr. Healy is going to help uh, give you information to produce these crops by managing pressures using strong preventative strategies and putting programs in place to minimize the risk. That's beyond the normal pests and diseases, right, Will?
1: You're right. You know, and that's um, the one crop that we're going to talk about today. It's really kind of an interesting one because of that. Um, It's most people don't know about it because they're just starting to get back into growing cannas so it's really kind of an exciting um, topic to talk about to get people aware of just a risk that they need to be um, looking out for and understanding how to manage it
0: and it's cool because i really like cannas they do add a lot of flair to mixed containers and even in the landscape now with some of the new varieties and I think we all kind of know the basics of at-risk crops, but there's a lot more that Will has to share. So Will, when you're working with growers, uh, talking about at-risk crops with some of the production teams and how to manage them, what are the steps you go through and and how should folks approach uh, at-risk crops when they're planning? I guess in the hopes of minimizing challenges throughout production? I think we're gonna look a little bit at, uh, at the classic triangle, right?
1: Yeah, let's just talk about this. Um you know, the classic disease triangle of the plant, the pathogen and the environment, um, or their cultural conditions. When you have all three of them together, a little bit of a stir of the pot and suddenly you've got problems. So when we talk about um, crops that are at risk, we really need to sit down and, and ask the question, what are the risk factors that we need to be managing as growers to be successful? Candidates, of course, fell out of favor many years ago because people used what are technically called rhizomes. A lot of people just call them bulbs. It was that, that big bulb thing. Um, and what was happening is you get a lot of disease problems, streak, and you just they just didn't perform well and they fell out of favor. Although consumers love them, they provide a spectacular um, focal point in the garden. So let's, let's talk a little bit about what's changed and what are some of the options. You know The first one that we need to remember is that with the cannas, you really need to use seed or tissue culture. Primarily seed because it's much easier and more cost-effective than tissue culture, but you need to make sure that you're using tested seed. Seed that has been tested to be free of various viruses. This is a virus problem um, unlike any of the other crops that we've been dealing with, Bill. You know, in the past, we've talked about a number of crops where there's bacterial problems or there's fungal problems. Um, you know, patients found mildew being one that comes to mind. But there's um, this one is a pure virus problem. Gets other diseases, but viruses are in. So, one of the things we need is to make sure we start out clean because if you start out clean, as you'll see, things will go well. Make sure that you've got a clean production facility as always, so that you don't have any pet. Plants hanging around that could be vector, you know, basically repositories for these viruses, which then basically insects and diseases can carry from the infected plants to your can of crop. Make sure that you're using optimum cultural protocols because, with a lot of viruses, any kind of stress condition causes that um, expression of the virus. So, we really want to be able to focus on that. So, let's keep in mind the um, disease triangle as we move through our next crop that we're going to talk about which is um cannas so you know by all means at risk crops canna today's
0: topic excellent excellent so why don't you talk a little bit about the risk factors specific to uh to this tropical plant and i see you've got some uh, lovely ugly foliage on the screen um, why don't you take us through that a little bit and, uh, and and we can understand the risk factors a little bit better.
1: Of course, Bill, the, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Now, some people would say these are lovely variegated plants, <clears throat> but a pathologist or probably your local plant inspector would beg to differ with you if you um, started seeing a lot of expression of this. Probably, if you look at um, picture D, which is the, um, sec- whoops, the second one um, down it, um, on the left-hand side where you've got a little red, this is one of the symptoms that you can see where all of a sudden the, um, the red foliage takes on this variegated green and red, which is kind of un- undesirable. But these are all different viruses that basically can, um, can give you streaking unlike the one in the top left-hand corner, which is all green, which um, is the normal plant. There's three virus groups we need to worry about. This is going to be a little pointy head conversation, but I think it's important to understand what are the issues. The biggest concern is HANA yellow mosaic virus. Um, it is a DNA virus, which is very different than any of the other viruses that we deal with in this industry. Um, and the reason why I call this out is, is that it's actually a virus that incorporates itself into the plant genome. And so when you breed, you basically end up with that virus moving with the plant and it becomes seed borne Unlike canna yellow mosaic virus, um, canna yellow streak virus and bean yellow mosaic virus are um, basically podiviruses, a different class of viruses. And those basically Um, are RNA viruses, which means that they're not carried in the seed, and they basically um, are vectored from plant to plant, either by hands moving it, the sap, or worse, insects. A lot of times, aphids would be a good virus um, vector. So you got a lot of um, aphids around, you can um, pick it up from other plants and carry it into um, canna. The third group of viruses um, are viruses. Um, it's cucumber mosaic virus and tomato asperity virus. Um, these two are commonly found, and they're basically also um, RNA viruses that are transmitted by insects. So we got these three groups of viruses, cell bug viruses, Bill. So that's what we're looking for.
0: Gotcha. So the so the DNA viruses are the ones that can can end up being seed borne whereas the RNA viruses are vectored by whether it's insects or greenhouse workers or you as uh, you know walking through the crops correct
1: yes exactly you got the plan and that's okay. why we need to have tested seed seed that has been um bred specifically to have reduced amounts of this dna virus um today there's um we've got it pretty clean it's not 100 percent, but we do have it so it's a manageable disease and allows us to have um these um in our um, production program
0: which is so, probably why we're seeing more of them out in the market now than, than say, five, ten years ago.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Okay. Okay. So now that growers kind of know what to look for, um, why don't you talk a little bit about the strategies and programs to minimize and manage the risk? So what do, what do growers need to do to, to produce, you know, high-quality canna crops, whether that's for containers or to go into the landscape?
1: Right. And so, you know, basically um, what we want to basically make sure that we're doing is this as number one, we're not using any rhizomes or corns anymore. That's a very important part of controlling it. So you only want to use seed-raised um, canna um, in your production program. And make sure that you um, have the um, varieties like canova is a um, good series that has um, been bred specifically to have very, very low levels of, um, <coughs> of um, canna yellow mosaic virus and so that you can be assured that you're going to end up with the majority of your plants free of it if you do see a plant one or two it's not uncommon to see one or two that might have that um, that you throw them out if that's appropriate um, practice for your particular location Um, one of the most important things to consider is that stress will cause promotion of that streaking that we saw that some people like and some people don't. So, you know, the common um, recommendation is reduce the amount of stress, too hot, too cold. Remember, these are warm blooded, too dry, because these are swamp plants. Um, We don't get into too wet, which is kind of unusual for me, right, Bill, to not talk about being too wet. But um, remember, canna are um, really those plants that um, they do tolerate moist conditions. Um, so, if you get too dry, you can start expressing it too high. A feed levels can. Um, so, you know, getting not, you know, outside of the norm will basically cause this streaking to show up if the viruses are present. Um, so, you really want to um, manage the stress. And if you manage the stress conditions, these are just lovely plants that grow vigorously um, and they um, provide an interesting um, component in mixed containers for um, growers. Now, just one other um, comment that I might want to add. That's not necessarily managing the risk, but how do you be successful with seed? Because a lot of people do have that problem. Remember, this seed um, is a swamp plant. So obviously, it's evolved to prevent rapid water uptake. So the seed code on this is basically water repellent. It's like a giant raincoat on this seed. So to get the seed to germinate, what they've done is they've gone and used a laser, these are high-tech seeds, and they've drilled two little laser holes so that the water can get into the seed. But of course, you got two holes in them, so what do you do? You cover the seed. So when you buy Canova seed, what you get is you get the blue seed, right? And so what happens is that the coating is on there to plug up those holes. Now, being a, a swamp plant, you want it to be wet. And this is why it is absolutely imperative that you go and take that seed and you bury it. This is the only seed that I know of that we recommend, Bill, to actually bury. If you can see these um, blue seed floating on the top of the um, soil, you've got problems. They're not going to germinate. You need to push them down and soak them in. And you soak them in really well. So you bring them, basically manage them in a level four or five um, for the first dough, probably five, six days. And then that way you'll get improved, more uniform germination. That's really the hardest part of this crop is when people don't get them wet enough and they don't bury them. And then they float up like rocks in the soil. So those are kind of the things you do to manage the risk and manage this crop
0: excellent quick question so when i look at the the picture on the left versus the picture on the right how quickly does that express itself on the foliage is that something that happens quickly or does it happen over a period of time it's a
1: it's usually a very slow progression so if you stress the plants you might see a little bit the more stress you give it the more it is and eventually gets to the point where it becomes very um, distracting because only one or two leaves on the plant will actually show those symptoms. Um, And so if you take a look at the PowerPoint presentation or the um, other documents, supporting documents that we have available, um, you'll be able to see um, a lot of pictures of what you should be looking for when you have these various viruses.
0: Excellent. So real quick, before we wrap up uh, this installment of At-Risk Crops, uh, in our discussion of cannas let me just call out a few additional resources to check out we do have a, a very good uh, list of videos on at-risk crops already on the ball seed youtube channel you can actually find a playlist for at-risk crops um, and then to accompany that we do have uh, guides or white papers available at ballseed.com quickculture quick production guides like you see on the screen and i will definitely uh, include that in the show notes as well and also is the uh is the tech on demand podcast brought to you by grower talks. So in addition to episodes like this one, you're going to find many other podcasts covering a range of greenhouse specific topics with more being added all the time. You can subscribe to tech on demand podcast on your favorite podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, just about all of them uh, at this point, or go to growertalks.com slash tech on demand. So, Will, thanks for your time and all the team's uh, hard work on collecting this information. And, uh, We'll be back to talk about more at-risk crops. Excellent. So I'm Bill Calkins with Tech on Demand, wishing you a fantastic production season. Take care out there.